Oh, okay. Great. Well, hi, everybody. Wendy and I are here. It's good to be here tonight, although this is late for me. You're just eating dinner usually. I haven't eaten dinner yet. You haven't eaten we're, dinner we're yet. We're waiting till after this. You usually, you do eat the European way, don't you? Well, midnight. you know. <laughs> but I'm in my pajamas already. Whereas Jennifer, if she doesn't have dinner by six, she's grumpy. She has to have dinner by oh, six o'clock. No. Well, my birds don't go in. My birds are still walking around the yard. Well, and she, you know, she goes to bed at this time. So, <laughs> so. Oh, my God. <laughs> She'll be in bed by the time we're done. She's going to miss all the movies, all prime time. Well, that's all recorded, so you don't, yeah. you know. Uh, so, anybody, or, 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 hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us tonight for our HRN monthly auditor report for July. We're going to wait for a few more live people to show up. We're going to just chit-chat here for a second, and then we'll give you the complete report. I have it right here. Look, I typed it up and everything. Ooh, fancy. I even gave Wendy a copy, so for a change, she would know what we were talking about tonight, <laughs> which is unusual. I have, to, I have to ask you a technical issue. Yes. If I'm in the live comments and I see live comments coming in, how come I, I don't type anything? I just talk back to them. Correct. Or like, hi, everybody. Oh, it look like I can comment either. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe we're supposed to talk with our. Yeah, with but our, we used to be able to comment video. too. I don't know what's going on there. So we got I know what they don't want you typing. They yeah. don't want you typing we when you should be to. interacting. They've changed a lot. Uh, hi, uh, Andrew's here. Tiana's here. Robin's here. Hi, Robin. Carol's here. Uh, Nikki's here. Hey, Nikki, we were just talking about you. Uh, Monday night, everybody. Monday night is the uh, WTF show with Nikki and Helena. Nikki, I'm going to crash your show. I can't wait. <laughs> I will not let Wendy on here. There'll be nothing but swearing. For WTF, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, so what we're also going to do as we get more people in, we'll do this last because I want to wait for more people to show up. I have uh, one, two, three. I have six books that I need to ship out to people that we've got sent. So I'm going to assign those tonight. So if you're watching live, you get to pick books. So, you know, definitely want to hang around. This is going to be pretty short tonight. If you're listening to this later on the audio feed, we will put it out on the audio feed. If you miss any part of it, uh, then we will uh, or have already given the books out. So sorry. <laughs> so let's uh, get started here. So we do these updates every month as kind of a thank you and to give the auditors a heads up first on what's happening on the network. And they could be show changes uh, lineup changes, things like that, because you guys are paying for this, uh, right? So, you you know, Wendy gets a raise every month because of you guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, lately it's been every month because it was a raise anyway. Uh, so we saw an increase in auditors this month of six. We had six new auditors. Some dropped out, some added in. Uh, so it, it ended up with six new ones. And this has been the fourth month in a row that we've increased the number of auditors. So, yay. Good job. Ten people raised their pledges this month. So thank you to all of you oh, who thanks, raised their pledges. We really appreciate it. As you know, uh, we, you know, we were down a little bit in advertising, but I'll talk about that here in a second. Also, uh, thank you for doing the survey questions this week. There'll be two or three more that I'll ask over the next couple of days, but it's been invaluable to us. And it's been very cool to see the survey results. Yeah. I kind of thought I knew where they were going to go, but I, I, you never know. And 
uh, what I'll be doing is putting all of those. How many auditors total? There's 420, I think, Rob. Oh, wow. I didn't realize there's that many. Yeah. There's like 400. you guys need to call in for the Christmas show because <laughs> like... 400 people never call in for the Christmas show. <laughs> there's, <laughs> so there's uh, I think there's 450 people in the room here, but that includes hosts and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, I see. Uh, hi from Alabama. I don't see your name, though. So thank you for doing the survey. That survey is going to help me a lot. I'm going to put that together into a marketing piece that will then be able to use to sell advertising for the holidays coming up. So we're getting our holiday packages together and going to have those out to everybody. So th it's that survey just it proves everything that we've been saying to sponsors yeah. all along. It just now we have proof. And, and so it really is important when we ask about those things. And thankfully, we have a group of several hundred that can do it. Um, so thank you for that. We have a couple of new sponsors in the works for the first time in the last couple of weeks. I've had sponsors reaching out again, which we didn't have you know, for the whole time of COVID. And we did lose some at the beginning of COVID. And some of those, I think, will come back. It's just that, you know, it's a tough time right now for a lot of companies. So they're just yeah. trying to get through. Um, and it will, you know, hopefully we pick up a couple of new ones. I know that uh, a couple of the shows are, are have picked up new ones. Debbie show picked up, uh, Horsemanship picked up one or two. Helena's got some working on. I have some that we're working on. So I think that uh, it, it's going to be, you know, it's going to definitely help here coming into the fall. Uh, I think a lot of people are staying home and riding more. So I think they they are still buying horse equipment. It's just you're not showing. So the show things, like show clothes, I'm sure is really taking it. You know, I, traveling things. I think you're right. I think practical things, you know, things that people use, bridles and all of those yeah. saddles even. And I've more, bought a ton of tack since this COVID thing. And a lot of people have. A lot of our listeners have bought tack for sure. And yeah. that's been a surprise. And we've also been totally surprised in the number of people getting new horses and adopting horses I know. and dogs. I know. You know, during <laughs> during this time. Well, it's a great like, time to have a puppy. Yeah. Because you're true. home to train them. Speaking of which, did you see the video I posted today of Chrissy Joy and her, her award-winning puppy? No. You remember Chrissy Joy lived with us yeah, when we were in yeah. Lexington, and now she's yeah. like the top dog trainer. She brings dogs to the movies. She All the chewy commercials. Oh, yeah. Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, she has this little nine-week-old puppy, and she won the top, uh, what was it, the top trick dog of the year. Really? nine-week-off Oh, my puppy. God. What kind so, of puppy was it? wasn't a Jack Russell. No, it looks like maybe a, a Border Collie kind of mix. You know, oh, really cute. smart one. Yeah. It's so cute. It is the most adorable puppy. <laughs> but nine weeks old, she winked Trick Dog of the Year. Oh, my God. Tiki, are you hearing day? this? Nine <laughs> weeks old. <laughs> it was very cute. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> so uh, now we're going to go over the thing everybody either loves or hates every month, and what? that's the lineup changes with the shows uh okay. first of all i know Ready. a lot of you were mad about the eventing radio show going away that was not my call uh so let's clarify that right now the eventing radio show was not owned by us it was owned by the uh eventing riding, Asso riding association something like that um they owned it the era owned it for years and years and years and then they didn't want to do it anymore because they were changing direction and then uh, Rick and John picked it up for three months, but, uh, you know, money got tight and, you know, sponsorship got tight. So it basically, you know, wasn't our decision. 
Uh, at this point, there's a lot of eventing shows out there. A lot. There's probably more. Eventing hey, Glenn. Shows. Yeah. Glenn. Newsflash. Eventers are totally finicky. They can't <laughs> plan ahead. They go with the wind. They're totally unpredictable. <laughs> so and they're always trading up. Well, I mean, it's been a good show for us for years, but it it uh, they're moving like, on. There's like ten eventing shows that we, you know. <laughs> It's not like that there'll be a gap. There's a lot of eventing shows. And Rick and John are still doing there. So you can And training it chaining inventors to a desk to record a podcast is and like that torture. You might as well like light them on fire. It was the toughest show. It was the toughest show that we did organization wise. <laughs> Jennifer yeah. was not unhappy when she didn't have to wrangle them. Uh it was just you know, it, it was just who's saying I would because totally you have run. to try to get other eventers as yes, guests that's right. to be prepared it was, it and was, actually have cell service and not be riding and not be doing a million other tough. things. It Forget was the it. toughest it's... show we did. All right. So uh, that, you know, I just wanted to say that that was not all my call. And next, um, hit horses in the morning. So the only change there really right now is that Stacy Westfall was doing the first Tuesday of every month. She has now moved to the dressage show and she's doing one Western dressage episode every month. So she's covering the week that Reese and Philip are off every month. So she moved over there uh, and that's what she wanted to do. That was her, that was her decision to do that because she really is getting into Western dressage and we're so excited now because that episode now is the official podcast of the Western Dressage Association. Oh, great. So so the three episodes a month that are the English side with Reese and Philip are the official podcast of the USDF, the United States Dressage mm -hmm. Federation. And the one episode a month now is the Western Dressage Association of America's official podcast. So that's great. One podcast is two associations official. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, great. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, it, down here in Sarasota at our local club, we have schooling shows like once a month. And we have either it's equal number or more Western dressage entries at our schooling shows. It's so popular down here. It's popular everywhere, and it's yeah. growing. It's probably yeah. one of the fastest-growing disciplines is Western trail yeah. and Western dressage, those kind yep. of sports. And we have lots of gated horses down here, too. So we, our gated classes are huge, our gated divisions. That's why Western dressage is so popular. You can mm -hmm. take any horse. You can take a mule. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they opened it up, which was smart. They yeah. inclusive. You can take yep. your thoroughbred. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And they don't judge on that. It's not like you know, some of the Western, uh, we have somebody that has a Frisian that rides a Frisian dressage in Western. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. A Frisian Western dressage. And oh, it's, cool. she looks great and they're great clothes. You know how I love, uh, hats. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that first Tuesday of the month, which was this week. And that's why I sat down with Piper just had a chat. Cause we, we had a sp empty spot. That has now been confirmed to be filled today, and I'm very excited, and you guys will all be excited, too, that Stanford from Black Rains, uh, who you've heard on our show before, and who provides a guest to us once a month that's always one of the most popular guests we have. <laughs> uh, so from Black Rains Magazine, Stanford is going to do that episode with me. So we're going to co-host the whole episode together, and we're going to do the first Tuesday of every month. We'll be Stanford and I, and we're going to bring two or three guests on from his contingent of guests. Oh, that's great. And so 
instead of just doing one segment a month with Black Rains, we're going to have an entire episode. Stanford is very excited about it. I mm-hmm. talked to him today, and uh, I hope you guys will be excited about it, too. I know a lot of you said you liked the two of us together. He's a fun guy to chat with, and he just brings the best guests. So we're very <laughs> excited that that's what's going to take that spot. Uh, this is a, something Wendy doesn't even know about yet. So I've been trying to figure out what to do with the Stable Scoop show. Uh, you know, I lost a couple of my writers for writing the stories, and it really wasn't... Uh, yes, I know, Tiana. He finally has a show. Yeah, I talked him <laughs> into it. Once a month, that's all he would give me. He wouldn't give me more than that. So um, Stable Scoop was, has been, you know, since Helena left to do her own show, and, and we've been trying to find a thing to do with it. I like doing the stories, but, uh, you know, but it wasn't something I was passionate about. So yeah. what what I did see was a lot of you posting how you missed the Horse Husbands episode that we do over on Horses in the Morning. Unfortunately, we had to replace that with something that basically was making us more money. It was a financial decision to replace that day with something. What, that Horse Husbands more. aren't going to pay any more cash <laughs> to their not, women's? It was not making uh, as much money uh, as we, and, that we needed. So <laughs> it got replaced. Uh you know, Horses in the Morning is our most popular show, and it has to be our most profitable show. It just has to be yeah. to keep the rest of the network going, too. So I thought long and hard about Stable Scoop, and I saw what you guys were saying about liking Horse Husbands. Uh, yet our Once a Month Horse Husbands episode, too, was kind of getting to be the same every month. We were talking to this, you know, yeah. Horse Husbands, after four or five years of doing that, every month horse husbands have the same problems we all have to deal with you women and you all are the same you all we all have your own it's just the same quirks it's the same nightmare of you never being ready on time your cars are a mess it's what? all the same wtf oh, oh yeah okay look at your car i've been in your car don't don't give me that shit so <laughs> There's important stuff in there. You never know when I might see a loose horse running down the road, and I better have a halter and lead rope. I have never seen so many freaking syringes in one car, all over oh, the yeah. floor, all over, just everywhere. If you ever get pulled over, a policeman searches well, that, okay. you're getting arrested. I, I'm technically not supposed to have syringes just hanging around, but sometimes, you know. You just throw it in. You just get it. You're in a hurry to go to the next appointment. I get it. <laughs> It's like, can I put my feet down or am I going to get jabbed here? <laughs> you, well, you may get jabbed, but it's pretty safe. It's usually just Adequan. Robin, your new truck is very clean. How old is it? One day? Wait till tomorrow. Be, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hear you. Our new truck is very clean, too, because Jennifer hasn't had a chance to mess it up yet. <laughs> So I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the Stable Scoop show, and on the same feed, we're just going to change the name, and it's now going to be the Horse Husband Podcast. I but think it's that's a great be idea. a little different, okay? Yeah. It's going to be a little different. I'm going to do two, three episodes a month. I'm not going to have, really, I'm not even going to have a set schedule for it. Um, but what we're going to do is Joseph's going to join me once a month. Of course, Joseph co-hosted that show with me, that episode with me. So he's going to join once a month, and we are going to talk to Horse Husbands. So once a month, we're going to talk to Horse Husbands. But then the other episodes in the month, is I'm going to host, and excuse me, I'm not going to talk to necessarily horse people. I'm going to talk to people that I think Horse Husbands would be interested in. Like all the like who like it could be somebody that you know a guy or it could be a woman even we're not even we're breaking that rule here too, uh like I found this woman, 
who has to be in her 20s and weighs about 110 pounds, who is a <clears throat> does mega eating, like country <laughs> eating huge Oh, you quantities. know what? Those mega eaters are always skinny. She's amazing. And I don't she, know why they're so skinny. I want to interview her. And I was thinking that's something horse husbands would get into, right? Know, How the, can this woman put that down? I so, like that. You know, it's going to be me interviewing people that I think are interesting and going to be think, interesting for horse husbands to watch. Because yeah. let's face it, we're interested in the horse stuff this much, but everything else this much. So, it, you know, it could be a professional golfer. It hey, be, I have a great idea. I have a great idea. Well, first of all, the professional golfer, you know, uh, Susan Andrews lives in Southern Pines. She's a, I don't know if she still does, but she's a professional golfer and a horse person. But um, my neighbor, remember my neighbor that restores old cars and he oh, yeah. had Mr. Ringling's gray ghost. Oh yeah. Yeah. He is restoring right now, like a car from like 1905. And it's one of those ones that has no dashboard. It looks like a carriage. It just has a steering wheel sticking out of the ground. Yeah out of the, the floor, but he's super fun. And you could talk about old cars. I mean, that'd be fun. Oh my God. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, Robin said my new truck had a mouse die in the heater core three weeks after I bought it. Oh, uh, I'm so glad it wasn't a baby squirrel. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, can you imagine the smell? Uh, <laughs> oh, and look, awful. April, April even proved my point about the halter. What'd she say? She said Let's she has that. caught that she needs she has caught horses with the extra halter in the car. There you go. I'll have the extra halter in the car just in case. <laughs> no, it's the it's the it's the fast food bags from three months ago. It's the old uh, you know milkshake cups that have been in there forever. Uh, you know those kind of things. Wow. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> don't deny it. <laughs> You know what? I have this new thing down here. I, I have this little fast pass for the car wash. So you just drive up and it's like bong and you don't even have to wait in line. You go right into the thing, into the car wash. Cause I signed up because of it was love bug season. So I just go through the car wash and then it has this giant vacuum at the end and you can, it doesn't have any like you can suck up all kinds of huge pieces of paper and all kinds of things. Needles? Does it suck up needles? Yeah, yeah. But I, <laughs> I don't have needles in my car. That's fake. But you could if you had fake them news. suck needles up. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen with Stable Scoop. We're going to change it to the Horse Husband podcast. And I love I'm that gonna, idea. I'm going to interview people that I'm interested in that I hope other people would like to hear too. But it's going to be unusual, different kind of interviews. Uh, and it, we used to say it could only be men, but we are, you know, for this, it's just going to be whoever. It's just whoever I think horse husbands might be interested in hearing from. Well, you, know, you have to so. have some women because men love women. Yes. That's exactly. how they got to be horse husbands. If they didn't love women, they'd never put up with all that bullshit. That's true. And there's like, you know, there's a lot of cool people in the world doing cool things that aren't horses. And and I, I just think that we're, so once a month we will do horse husbands. You know who you, who else you need to talk to is somebody that does tractors because horse husbands have to be able to do tractory things. Yes. There's so if you get somebody that does tractors. I need somebody that does tractor pulls. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That, yeah, yeah. That's fun. That'd be fun. So that's what I'm going to do is just people that uh, we find interesting. So that'll be a little bit different kind of show than we've done before. And Joseph will still be involved once a month and co-hosting with me once a month. And then the other episodes I will do. And it'll also give me a chance to do a little bit longer interviews because our interviews yeah. are so short normally uh, that 
I'll be able to do a little bit longer. That'll be fun. So that's all. Uh, there are a couple other shows that are looking at coming on the network, like we picked up the couple of the new ones uh, uh, last month. And I talked to you about those, Alina's show and Rain in Your Herd show. So uh, there's a couple new ones that are looking at coming on as well. Other than that, there's no changes to the current lineup that I know about. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that stays that way. Uh, oh, see, I don't know who this is. I know what guys is. want. Yeah, okay, tractors. I'm Asian. <laughs> Practical farm info. That's right. <laughs> All right, so why don't we give away some books now? This is the rule. You read the book within three months, and you have to come on a show and review it. One of the shows to review it, whatever show fits the best. So, But you have to read it, and you have to review it. So if you're going to take one of these books, then that's the deal. Um, the first one, now listen closely. The first one to private message me. Not post in the comments because I'll never find it again. You have to private message me and tell me you want the book, the first one for each book, and you have to send me your name and address in the private message. Tell me which book you want, and then I'll pick the first person that responds with that book. Did I did I make that clear, Wendy? Yes. So private message me on Facebook. I wasn't which really book listening. you want, your name <laughs> and address, and the first one for that book is the one that will get it. Uh, so this book weighs about 55 pounds and is going to cost me about $20 to send out. Uh, but it is Riding for the Team. Right there. That one looks great. It's Inspirational Stories of the USA's Medal-Winning Equestrians and Their Horses. Uh, this is edited by Nancy Jaffer, who's been around the journalism world and the horse world for about 85 years. Sorry, Nancy. Um <laughs> And it's the uh, it's sponsored by the United States Equestrian Team Foundation. Uh, I liked it, and I looked through it because it has lots of pictures. So basically what it goes through is some of the riders and their horses and just tells their stories. It's really a good book. Is Chester in there? Um, you know what? I didn't. I or is it just know. riding? I think it's just riding. Aww. So it's got people like Boyd, Martin, Laura Graves, uh, Stephen Peters, Gunner Seidel. This goes back a ways. And then uh, Gina Miles, of course, who's, who we've had on the show many times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's Chester Weber, 182. Chester's oh. in here. Jimmy Fairclaw's in here. Oh, great. Susie Stafford. And great. hey, Randy Doctor? Catwell's in here. Oh, she is? Yes. You're, <sighs> good for you. You're a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. So remember, you have to private message me. Don't post it a thing. I won't, I won't even talk to you. Uh, and it also paradress. So let me go down through these real quick, and we'll talk about who we've had on our shows. Laura Gray's been on. Carrie uh, Perry Glass has been on. Debbie McDonald's been on. The Soldier Sage. Stephen Peters been on. Gunder Seidel's been on. Uh, eventing. Philip Dutton's been on. Boyd's been on. David O'Connor's been on. Carol O'Connor's been on. Kim Severson has been on. Gina Miles has been on many times, and was our <laughs> first guest twelve years ago. Uh, Derek DeGrazzi has been on. He's the he's the one that builds the jumps. Yeah. Um, Amy Tryon was on, uh, unfortunately, before we lost her. Uh, and then all of those driving people were on our yeah, show. We forced them, whether uh, they liked it or not. Para Rebecca Hart, <laughs> she's been on. And oh, Para, great. Yeah, she, you know, she's been on. Uh, Raining, Sean Florida's been on. And Andre Fapini's been on. Uh, Endurance, uh, Becky Hart's been on. God, we've had all these people on our shows. Uh, vaulting Megan uh, Benjamin has been on many times. Oh, really? Yep. Great. Um, 
So look at that. We've had about 70% of these people on our shows. So that one is up. Uh, uh, Let's see. And I will announce who responded first once I bring Facebook up. We should should do that as a giveaway prize for uh, Radiothon. That's a great book. bring up <laughs> let me big surprise there's a lot of messages wendy <laughs> <laughs> who typed the fastest uh tiana so tiana gets tiana did one. she yep. she called it she was fast she was fast she had her name and address here congratulations tiana let me uh write that down so i know who i'm sending it to all right, next book. You guys ready? Um, <clears throat> I feel gypped. I usually give away the prizes. Yeah, but you don't have them here, so I know. Sorry, <laughs> uh, sorry, it's true. WTF? <laughs> this book is Creative Dressage Schooling. It is by Julia Cole who's a German licensed trainer and instructor. It says, enjoy the training process with 55 exercises. I need that. This book is just exercises. I mean, it really does give you a page after page of exercises. Uh, And, you know, it kind of explains it all, but, you know, it's German. So it's, (laughs) I didn't understand. It's in German? No, but it's a German instructor, which means I didn't understand half of it, Wendy. Um, Although I must be very detailed instructions. Yes. But one of the things I liked is it says, what do you do? Where do you go? And then it says, why do you do this lesson? Yeah. So it really explains why you do it. Oh, Uh, I need that book because I'm going to give it to my best friend, Karen, who's a dress. Remember Karen Abatista? She's so good at finding different. She's really great at that with picking a schooling exercise for the horse. So I think she'd love this book. Carol, you you said I'll take it, but you didn't say which book. So maybe you want to let me know which book. So we're waiting for somebody to come in on the dressage book. I don't know if that was Carol or not because she didn't. Oh, okay. So Jacqueline says I'll take the dressage book. So Jacqueline Burke, you get the dressage book. You need that. She's an inventor. She needs to to buy dressage exercises. Jacqueline, remember, anybody takes these has to uh, do the... Has to do the review on the Jacqueline page. must be one of these Facebook users. She's at and she's out of Virginia, if I remember right. Oh, great. She, she's been a listener for so long. I've met Jacqueline many times. Okay, now Western people, Western people out there. We have Dressage the Cowboy Way. Oh, that looks good too. This is from oh, Eaton Beth Alchemy, the guy who like created Western Dressage and started oh, the really? whole thing. Um, it's a complete guide to training and riding with soft feel and kindness. Oh, so this book also has lots of pictures, which, <laughs> which I like, um, but, uh, and big words. Because otherwise it'd be too much reading. You sound like my brother. My brother was exactly right. Like that. And, and the words are, letters are big. I like that too. Yeah. So, uh, this, you know, it goes through all the different kinds of maneuvers and all that stuff. Uh, Western dressage. Oh, April, I, you have to tell them how to get it again. They have to PM you, you have on to Facebook. private message me on Facebook. Tell me which book and give your name and address. And the first one. Uh, gets it. So I don't see anybody popping in yet for the Western Dressage book. Tell me which book, your name and address, and we'll assign that one out. Okay, this is going to cause a flurry of activity here. 
You're all going to want this one because you heard the author on... Uh, I wonder if I have to hit the refresh or if it just pops it. Oh, no. Nope. For Facebook? Yeah, it just pops it. It should just bong yep. you. My phone so, is bonging nonstop, and right. I'm not even going to look at it. Get ready to type really fast, all right? Okay, okay. Get ready to type because everybody's going to want this. We just had this author on uh, Horses in the Morning last week. Sir Barton and the Maid oh, of the Triple Crown. So, I want that one too. I <laughs> so, love these books. So if you want the Sir Barton book, you better be fast. Uh, and I know a lot of you do want this book. Uh, and I hope these are on Audible because I don't read anymore. I don't read either. I look for them on Audible too. <clears throat> well, unfortunately, a lot of the horse books are not. Jamie got the one copy of this book and I have one extra copy. I don't know how I ended up with two, but uh, you can get it. Sir Barton. Uh, so that. go ahead and send me uh, a private message if you want the Sir Barton book or the Western Dressage book. Up, oh, Sir Barton is taken by Carol Carter. Good job, oh, Carol. Congratulations, Carol. So we still have the Western Dressage. So Carol gets Sir Barton. Good job, Carol. And I know she'll do a good review. Okay, so this book is uh by janet barrett who's been on our show a number of times she did the book they called her reckless about oh my god i love yeah. that well she also i did... think i was there when you interviewed her right yeah probably that was about reckless the uh korean war horse that is the best story about that horse and what yeah. a title okay wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait what? a minute we have western dressage april Takes that, baby. That's going to cost me about $25 to send out, too, So, because it's heavy. Uh, so April gets the Western Dressage book. Good job. Good job. Hey, Glenn, you can send it media mail, and it's less money. Good job, April. You but did it, it takes a long time. It Yeah, it does take a long time, and I got to go in the post office, which I hate doing. Oh, you'll get germs. Well, not COVID only that, terms. there's always a line 12 miles long here at our old people <laughs> post office. <laughs> All right. So the next book is Comanche and his captain, the war horse and, and the soldier of fortune. And that is, again, by the lady who wrote They Call Her Reckless. So it's another I historical book uh, about Comanche. So if you would like Comanche, please let me know uh, and we'll get you that one. So send me a private message on that. And then the I love how those old horse, the war horses at that time were so such a part of the of the people's lives, of the, the soldiers' story. lives. Yeah. yeah. Because you lived on them. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, you lived on them. All right. This is a cool book. And I actually read most of this one. Um, and it's just a cool book. This is a book called Hollywood at the Races. Ooh. Fancy. And, and what it talks about, I'll read a little bit of the cover to you. It's horse racing was so popular and influential between 1930 and 1960 that nearly 150 racing themed films were released in that period. And National Velvet, of course, was one of them, right? Oh, I just watched that the other night. And this goes into those movies. It goes into the actors. It goes into the racetracks in Hollywood. Uh, it's just a cool, it's a cool book. Uh, so you definitely, I, there's going to be somebody out there that likes racing that really will want this book. So let me know if you want the race book. And so I have Comanche and his captain and the race book left those two. 
So send me a message if you want those two. So there you go. That's the books for tonight. Have you been uh, doing appointments? Yeah, we've been doing appointments, but there it's a lot less. Yeah. You know, and I haven't been going to cheat to teach at all. All the cheat stuff has been we canceled because people come in. They were flying in from all over the world and you can't do that. No, and more and more countries are now restricting yeah. us because of Florida. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, also, uh, you know, I haven't been doing my weekend clinics. Oh, Although yeah. those are starting up again. Are they? But those I don't know what to do my, with myself on the weekends. It's so relaxing. <laughs> for those that don't know when dr wendy did uh if you ever saw the notices where you could get your your dog shots on the weekend like at pet smart yeah. and stuff that was Doctor dr wendy was the veterinarian yeah. it had to be the damn cushiest job in the world for veterinarian oh it's so it's so easy <laughs> and it's so anything. fun it's so fun these like healthy dogs come in and then i hug them and kiss them and I, you know, give them a little exam. And if they have some issue going on, I, you know, let the people know about what's going on. But they're just there for their vaccines and a cookie. It's like awesome. <laughs> it is. That is a cushy job. And sure. a lot of puppies. And you're not on like, call. Puppies. No. <laughs> and, not and now it used to be like they, they all line up and, and you know, wait, first come, first serve. But now since of the COVID, it's all appointments. So the no. Chi Institute, for those that don't know, is that basically it teaches. It's the institute that teaches Chinese medicine for vets here in, mm -hmm. in the state. It's it's yeah. the one. Do you um do they are they doing it online? Yeah, all of our lectures are recorded because um, like I teach in the mixed animal class, so it's horses and dogs and cats. So they can't be in both lectures at the same time. So they have to watch half of the the course record anyways so they record all of our lectures and right now they're recycling our lectures but you know usually i update my lectures every year or so to include like new information so we've just been going in the last year cycle but i mean it's still they still get a lot because that's half the class is lecture the problem is is the lab it is you have to do hands-on you know, for the, to find the acupuncture points. And we also help them with like a uh, study aid so they can remember things. So when they take the practical exam, so you, you need to, it'd be like training for surgery without having any, just watching it on TV. You know, that's you true. can't do that because yeah, you have to, true. there's a lot of palpation involved. And like my next class I'm teaching is, uh, you know, you know, how I teach the Twina class which is like equine uh, is massage that involves the acupuncture points. So I don't know how they're going to do that online, but that, you know, thinking about that regular vet school would be tough. How do you do your, your, uh, you can't. your labs? I mean, you can't do your labs. You can't, you can't not do your lab. I mean, maybe you could do like labs. That you look at, the, at specimens under the microscope. But, for that reason, for that rate, medical school, same problem, right? For people. Oh, yeah. yeah. They say a lot of people are wanting their money back for some of these big fancy colleges because also a lot of the reasons that people go to these Ivy League schools is to make contact with important people to climb the social ladder. And if you're just like at home in your pajamas, 
why pay go to go to Harvard? You might as well just go to community college. That's true. That is true. Ellen, yeah, El- Ellen, absolutely about med school. Yeah, I wonder about that, oh, Ellen. Yeah. Are, are people dropping out or are they just postponing or taking, you know, years off or what are they doing? I, that's sad because they just went through five or six years of school to get to this point. I know. You can't stop. Once you're in it, if you stop, you're never going back. <laughs> I talked to Jemmy today and, of course, the, the newest big controversy is schools, right? Whether people are going to send their kids to schools. And she said down where they are, but down where Jemmy lives is the worst hit part of the country right now. Palm Beach. Is she in Miami? She's She's near Palm Beach. Oh, Palm Beach. That's right. The hospitals are full. I mean, it's just awful there. It's worse than Miami. So they, she said her schools decided they're not, they're not going back. They're doing virtual because they have the highest cases period in Palm Beach. Yeah. Uh, They're the worst in the country right now. So and their hospitals are full. I mean, they're starting to send people out of the county. Uh, really? You know, well, what, you know why there are so many New Yorkers that come <laughs> down there? That's why. What what's what people don't realize about Florida hospitals is they're normally full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a lot. You of don't want to go in there. You're gonna get sick <laughs> if you go in there. We have a lot of old Not people here. Go. When I went, I was what. Right before COVID hit, I went, by the way, we still have the two books, Hollywood at the Races and Comanche and his Captain. We still have those two books available if, if you want them, PM me. Um, but when I went in there, because I was having the heart thing that turned out to be, oh, I don't yeah. know what, um, they didn't have any, they had people waiting in the emergency room lobby that were waiting to get rooms in the hospital. And that was before COVID. Oh my uh, God. It was full. I mean, it just was full. So, uh Carol saying Dr. Seaman's book is good. Yes, it is good. That is a good book. I have one, a copy of that here. He signed for me somewhere. I did read that one. That was a good book. Dr. Wendy has a book too. It's called Putting Up with Glenn for the Last 12 Months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write a book like that with lots of pictures and big letters. <laughs> Thank you. <Appreciate laughs> we have a few pictures. Paid from... by the page. Did you see which picture I posted in the auto room the other day? Oh, I love that one. The one of us winning our awards at the draft horse at yes. the Percheron Congress. That was fun. Yep, that was. Uh... <laughs> anyway, that's it for tonight. I'm tired. You got to go eat dinner. Yeah. What is he making tonight? Now, what you uh, may not know about Wendy, too, is uh, her living, you know, the guy she keeps around uh, is an excellent cook. Like, oh, he's yeah. award winning chef. He is. He, he could be an award winning chef. He posts these pictures that are just ridiculous food. Oh, my God. Don't you think he should be a food photographer? He should. Did you and see the burger picture he took last night? He had the the burger, and he had the like, perfect lighting and the perfect setting, and then he had, like, my burger in the background, like, kind of blurry. It was, like, it was so good. And he, he, awesome. he loves to cook. I mean, he truly oh, yeah. loves to cook, you know. Yes, yeah. the Amish guy, Robin. That is right. Yeah, the, the Amish, Amish guy. guy. Those Amish guys make good food. <laughs> He's and, an Amish American cross. And I got to say, too, that uh, Wendy likes to cook, too. Yeah, I do like to cook, but Kyle's so good, you know, and he, my cooking is a lot more rustic, like, you know. It's good, though. Like, his is like, he has great knife skills, and he... It's very good about like measuring things. Yes, exactly. You and I are not so good at measuring. No, I'm like <laughs> that's why we you don't know that, bake. <laughs> you know that watermelon rind th- pickle I gave you the recipe. Yeah. I was just making up the amounts because I never measure it. 
So I measured it out after. Oh my God, it's way off. I have to give you the real recipe. We'll have to post that one. Tell everybody about yeah. that. It was so good. Oh, the watermelon pickles? Yeah. Well, this is, um, you know, right now we live in Florida. So half the horses in Florida have stopped sweating. So for Chinese medicine, food therapy, our number one thing we like to feed them is watermelon rind. And people are like, watermelon rind? How do I feed it? Blah, blah, blah. So, and also, you know, watermelons are big. You buy a five pound watermelon. You don't want to give like five pounds of it to your horse. So you can chop up the watermelon into little like bite-sized chunks and then you can pickle it. And um, there are two ways to pickle it. You can do like the Southern watermelon rind pickle, which is like salt and sugar and, and water in a hot pickle. Um, or like you could do an Asian watermelon rind pickle that involves soy sauce and honey, which I like that one better. But then those little pieces, you can freeze them on a baking sheet and then put them in a plastic bag in your freezer and then you can put them in their water or you can take the watermelon pieces and put it in like little um, deli containers, like quart containers and freeze it with some water, like a big ice cube and then put that whole ice cube in their water bucket. And then that's to keep the water bucket cool, Oh, did that's they like what, it? That's what we did. Yeah. That's what, when you said to do it, that's how we did it. We refroze them yeah. in ice pops. <laughs> and then it slowly cools the water and it melts over the day, but also it releases some like salt and sugar, electrolyte kind of taste to them. And then it's a cooling food. You know who loved that, right? Don't you? Scooter. Scooter. <laughs> of course. I'm so glad you should try the soy sauce and honey one. That one's good too. And like for people, this is like a food that, you know, yeah, this we is were like eating a human them. recipe. Yeah. yeah. You just take the green skin off and you know, the white part of the rind, you just quick pickle that and you, uh, you can eat that like with the Asian pickle. A lot of times they eat it over rice when you're having something kind of heavy and fatty and it cuts the fattiness. And I don't know how they eat it with Southern stuff, probably with barbecue. I was recording with Jemmy today, the Finding Florida show. Mm -hmm. And I've been picking out a restaurant that does bizarre uh, or very large foods in Florida every every yeah. episode. <laughs> and there's this restaurant in Orlando. And I've been hungry for a steak. We haven't had steak in a while. Oh, I've been yeah. hungry for a steak. Uh, and there's this restaurant in Orlando that you can get the surf and turf. And it's a 50-ounce porterhouse. No way. Is that three-some pounds? That's like three and a quarter pounds oh of porterhouse. And a, and a two-pound lobster. Oh, my dad would love that. <laughs> we would do okay. I could eat the steak. You could eat the lobster. would be good. 50-pound uh, <laughs> porterhouse. Oh, or 50, yeah, not 50-pound. A 50-ounce 50 porterhouse. Ounce. Yeah. There was a place in, in Boston. Have you ever heard of Durgan Park? Durgan no. Park. It's a famous restaurant in Boston. And every time we would go back to visit there, my dad, he was always, first thing, we'd leave the airport and we'd go straight to Durgan Park. And because um, he used to take me to Faneuil Hall a lot when I was little, you know, and like he was doing something, but he would just let us loose and run around. Faneuil Hall is so until, fun. Yeah. yeah. But Durgan Park's right around the corner and it has a, that surf and turf like that lobster and a giant steak. And they have this room when you walk in, there's like you go through this glass kind of area where all the steaks are aging. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, that's this place's claim to fame is they they grow their own beef and yeah. it's you know all hormone free and all that stuff. And then they age them for three to six months. 
Uh, oh, so go. it's been aging for a long time. So how, any guess on how much that is for the uh, 50 ounce and the, and the lobster? 95 bucks. 160. 160. Well, it's worth it. <laughs> you can feed two with that, I think, pretty comfortably. At least. And then you can take it home. <laughs> Except for that lady I found on on uh, on the internet. She could eat that in 10 minutes. It'd be, <laughs> oh, the skinny lady? Her. I am so writing to her. She oh, travels yeah. the country doing this, and she gets tens of thousands of views of people watching her eat. Why don't we ever think of anything like that? I don't know. Well, I mean, but could you do it? I hear you have to work out because if you oh, don't, she you'll she's break like your this. stomach open. <laughs> she's real buff. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's real buff. And I came yeah, across I a lot of vomiting when you first start out. <laughs> when I was sick last week, I had a couple of days of bad Lyme and I was on a YouTube. I just was in a YouTube hell of just following video after video <laughs> and finding stuff. God, there's some weird stuff on YouTube. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, you know what my newest thing is? And then we'll go. My newest thing is they have these YouTube videos now where like, if it's a, a movie, they, they'll have a pilot who yeah. does movies about airplanes and says what's real and what's not. Or they'll have a Green Beret and do movie scenes about that involve Green Berets, and they say what's real and what's not. And that's been very interesting to watch. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So they, they kind of pick apart what's real and what's not or what's fake or what would never happen, you know. Yeah. So and it's famous movies. So th- I love those. I've been going down that rabbit hole for a while. Oh, yeah. That's how right. we horse girls watch horse movies. Yes. We're like, that doesn't happen. Or look at that tack. That is like totally wrong. I was watching some movie the other day and I was thinking that. I was like, this where do they find these people? These just off the street? <laughs> Not period at all. All right. That's it. Go eat your dinner. All right. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Thanks everybody. If you missed any of this, by the way, those two books are still available. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Hollywood uh, Hollywood races one. If you're interested at all, and uh, I'll post them on. If they're not taken, I'll post them on uh, the auditor room tomorrow. We'll get we'll get homes for them. Uh, but I will post this in the auditor RSS feed, the audio feed. So if you missed any part of it, you can go back and take a listen there. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Glenn. I miss Bye, you. Everybody. Good night. I know I haven't seen you for so long. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>